0: All right, take two, but you don't know that. Welcome to the very actual first episode of Hot Chocolate and Snowflakes. I almost forgot the name of the show right out the gate. Um, I am Kenny from oddzuki.com, joined by... yeah, Yes, Hot Chocolate and Snowflake. <laughs> uh, joined by my lovely wife, Snowflake. I mean, say your name.
1: <laughs> Natasha. All
0: right. So, um, if you didn't watch the intro episode, which was only like five minutes... Um, And I say watch because if you're listening to this podcast, you can actually tune in to YouTube.com slash Adzuki. You'll find a playlist for Hot Chocolate and Snowflakes. If you're watching this on YouTube, ignore this part because we're going to just do a little business here. Um, So... Uh, Yes, we would obviously like you to subscribe to the podcast, whether you're listening to this on Google Play or iTunes, um, Spotify, would love for you guys to subscribe. Not only that, but also leave us a rating because that will help us start to spread the word. But... If you want to see our pretty faces, um, well, handsome here, which Kenneth means handsome, apparently, um, our, our my handsome face, her pretty face, you can go to youtube.com/azuki.com, and not azuki.com, just adzuki. I'm getting way too ahead of myself. I'm excited. I want. It. I've been wanting to do this since last year. Yeah, it was Hi. when last year is when we when we came up with the concept for this show. So. Go to YouTube.com slash Odzuki. You can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. You can follow along. We have not only uh, Christmas movies that we're going to be reviewing, but we're also going to be reviewing some music. Um, we're going to do some Christmas. We have re- lots
1: planned. Lots <laughs> planned. Holiday <laughs>
0: recipes. Uh, we have some uh, episodes that are going to feature the children because um, we do have four kids, and they love Christmas as much as we do. Absolutely. So um, now that that's all out of the way, the f- First episode uh, is going to focus on. Uh, if you saw the title screen, "White Christmas," which is obviously a holiday classic, it gets played on you know most of the networks uh, every year during the holidays. Um, no, actually, not most of the networks. Uh, I think NBC has the rights to it. it? Um, mm-hmm. w- one of the networks actually has you know the rights to be able to play it, just like NBC has. Um, it's a Wonderful Life, mm-hmm. um, but uh, "White Christmas" stars. Uh, for those that have never watched it, which I highly recommend you do, um, Bing Crosby, uh, Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney, and uh, Vera, Vera Ellen. Ellen. I want to say Al- I want to say Ellen, but it's Ellen.
1: Vera Ellen.
0: Vera Ellen. Ellen. Now, um, and little nonsensical uh, fun fact: uh, Rosemary Clooney is George Clooney's aunt. Um, but uh, anyway,
1: Wait, you forgot the two honorable mentions. Come on. David. Oh yes, uh,
0: General Waverly uh, is played it's by Dean Jagger, Dean Jagger, which is a metal name, um, and then also uh, Emma Allen uh, play is played by Mary. Wicks. Oh, yes. Okay. So Mary Wicks from Sister Act. If you've seen the classic with Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Sister Act, the uh, one of the oldest nuns uh, is uh, played by Mary Wicks, and she is uh, the character is Emma Allen in um, White Christmas. She's
1: a busybody housewife. Yeah, she's not housewife. Housekeeper. Housekeeper. Yeah, busybody (laughs)
0: housekeeper. So let's. All right. Let's just go ahead and go into this. All right. So. First, I want to say I didn't. I've never. I never watched this movie until I married you. I had, you know, I'd always seen it on TV, never taken the time to actually watch it. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Bing Crosby, but it was one of the, just one of the movies that I had never actually watched. And you know, you, you you kept telling me about how wonderful it was, and I don't think we watched that together until about four or five years into our marriage.
1: At least. At least. So we're, I, I would always watch it by myself.
0: So it was like 2006, 2007 before I actually watched White Christmas, which I was doing myself a disservice. So if you've never watched it and you want to actually follow along, you know, with the points that we're going to bring up in this mo- in this uh review, press pause, go and watch it. We'll wait. <laughs> Welcome back. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, now that you've watched it, This movie takes place uh, during uh, World War II, right? Um,
1: Wait, wait. And if you cannot be convinced to watch the movie, listen to us first. And then by the end, you'll want to watch the movie. This is very true. And for me, it wasn't Bing Crosby. It's not that I don't like Bing Crosby. I grew up listening to his music all the time. But I love Danny Kaye. With everything in me, I love Danny Kaye. He is what makes the movie for me. So... If you don't happen to like Bing Crosby, because a lot of people don't, watch it for Danny Kaye.
0: Danny Kaye is one of the most hilarious comedic actors of his time. Um, he has a real he has perfect timing, in my opinion, um, and it's it's shown in this movie. Um, the movie takes place, you know, again during World War II, um, and uh, it is. Uh, Ben Crosby and Denny Kaye, they play uh, soldiers. Uh, ben Crosby is a captain, I think, and yeah. Denny Kaye is just a private, yeah. like a p- uh, private first class in the army. And it's r- right around Christmas time, and you know they're doing like a nice little uh, Christmas program out in the middle of the battlefield. You know, and it looks like the current game's battlefield right now. You know, where they have you know the buildings that are half blown apart and. You know, you see explosions happening in the background. Really, they were just like firecrackers <laughs> back then. Um, but, uh, you know, they're doing, you know, like a little Christmas program for the troops. And uh, General Waverly, you know, he's about to uh, retire. You know, they're, he, he's chaptering out of the Army. Well, not chaptering, but he's retiring out of the Army. Um, and... This was his essentially last command, and you know they're doing like this. You know he's about to, they're about to do the changing, uh, you know of leadership, so he's about to, you know, go to the rear and then you know go back to the states and then be done. So uh, with this being his last hurrah, uh, you know he, you know they kind of give him a nice little uh, sendoff. Ben Crosby, you know he's his character is playing. Uh, A famous um, singer, but he's obviously, he was drafted into the army. So uh, he was in charge of the entertainment. It's kind of like a portable USO, if you will. Um, But uh, the whole thing kicks off with them starting to get attacked as the general's leaving. And, you know, everyone's scrambling, you know. It's as war-heavy as it could be back then, you know, for, you know, uh, cinematic-wise. Um, and the building uh, or part of a building collapses uh, or starts to collapse on Bing Crosby, but Danny Kaye uh, rescues him but injures his arm, which leads to him uh, essentially holding over the injury that he took for him for the entire movie, <laughs> um, which, uh, you know, at first, you it, it's one of those ones that's a running gag. and. Yep. Um, but you know, he's like, uh, Ben Crosby goes and visits him in the infirmary and he's like, you know, well, maybe when we go back, you know, we could do a two part act yeah. and he's like, um, Ben Crosby's like, I do a solo, but you know, maybe I'll he's like, oh, but my arm and he's like, okay, fine. And thus begins, uh, it turns them into a gigantic, um, Show together, yeah, they, it explodes, and you know they get they go from just performing stuff to producing their own shows, and then they have their own traveling act, and uh, so that that's kind of what sets the tone for the movie. You know, they're they're they become best friends uh, due to a shared experience, and they are performers now. Mm-hmm. So, enter in Rosemary Clooney and Vera Ellen. Okay, so they're also an act; they're sisters. And they, um, well, Vera Ellen, her character, is uh, wanting to, you know, get some more uh, experienced eyes on them so that, you know, kind of help their career. So uh, her brother, or their brother, served, with Bing Crosby and yep. um, Danny Kaye, which, by the way, is he's he, you don't see him in the movie; it's just a picture of him. But it's the guy who played uh, Alfalfa in the original Our Gang. What's his name? Carl Switzer. Carl Switzer, um, and you know, so they uh, send him a letter saying, "Oh, look, you know, my sisters are out here performing. You could you come take a look?" So they're out there, and they watch them perform, and instantly they. Uh, you know, Ben Crosby and Danny Kaye are smitten with the sisters, Well, you know, with different, you know, w- uh, Danny Kaye's with uh, Vera Ellen and uh, Ben Crosby with Rosemary Clooney. Um, so, th- due to apparently some weird law, um, or not law, but uh, the, the, they left a, I guess, a cigarette burn in the carpet. The
1: way the well, the way it's <sighs> talked about, though, is like something that landlords used to do just to get money. So... Saying that yeah, yeah there was a burn a, in the bro, carpet. So a hole in the rug. Uh, yeah, you burn a hole in the rug so you owe me money.
0: And it was like two hundred bucks, right? Yeah. Back then That's a lot of money. was a lot of, <laughs> that was a lot of money for uh, just a burn in the carpet. That's insane. But um they br- I mean he brings a sheriff in the whole nine. Um but uh being that Danny Kaye is kind of sweet on them, um, you know, he is always getting Bing Crosby's character in hijinks throughout this entire movie. Um so to you know, he gives them their bus t- or their train tickets, and you know, calls a cab for them. And they're like, "We'll stall, you know, we'll just go." So th- that's when they do the first really, really hilarious number in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the 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 girls they did a uh, something called or a number called Sisters, um, and it's you know just talking about how uh, close they are, but how uh, you know it, it is uh, that they have like the rivalry you know with guys and everything. Um, and that's where Bing Crosby and Danny Kay watch them for the first time. But once they leave to try to distract everyone, they decide that they want to, or that they're going to, essentially redo the act. You know, so they have like some of their props and whatnot. But this is the first bit of trivia that we we read about. So the Number Sisters, if if you've Watch this movie, and you know the number we're talking about. Where they come out, and you know they they have like the, it's not a bonnet, but what's um like the headband that they're both wearing, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. they have like the, these big feather feather fans, um, and they have big b- feather <laughs> fans like like they're huge. huge, and um and then they pull up their pants, and they have like you know they just so that they're showing a little leg, and they're doing you know, they're lip syncing this number, but apparently this wasn't supposed to be in the movie uh this was something that they were like doing to entertain the like the extras and whatnot or the crew is that is that is that what yeah. the uh, trivia said i, I well e- well e- either that or what they were doing was they were actually going into uh they, they were supposed to do something similar but they don't know i don't think they were supposed to do it as um dumb as they did they came out and they started doing you know mimicking mimicking them and Danny Kaye, obviously being the comedian of the group, he goes in and starts acting goofy throughout the entire thing, and you can actually see them break character d- uh, through it. But the, sorry, go ahead. So it
1: says, according to Rosemary Clooney, Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye's sister's performance was not originally in the script. They were clowning around on set, and director Michael Curtis?
0: Uh, yeah, Curtis.
1: Uh, thought it was so funny that he decided to film it to film it in the scene Crosby's laughter was genuine and unscripted as he was unable to hold a straight face due to Kay's comedic dancing Rosemary Clooney said the filmmakers had a better take when Crosby didn't laugh but when they ran both people loved the laughing version better and they literally wrote it into the script because (laughs) it was so funny
0: I mean it's It just goes to show, I mean, you don't really see a lot of that happening now in modern cinema to where, you know, people will goof off and the director will keep rolling, which is kind of odd being that they don't have to worry about actual film anymore. It's just digital. So Mm -hmm. they could just keep the cameras rolling the entire time. And I actually think. Not that this has anything to do with Christmas, but that's actually what happened with Joker. I will say that uh the the most recent Joker movie the director literally just let the camera roll and anything that he thought would fit in the movie he kind of just threw in but with this they i mean it, I'm glad that they wrote it into the into the script because it's one of the it's one of the most hilarious things you will see um and the look on danny's k Kay, uh, Danny Kay's face is. Priceless. I mean, because he he is just you know that he's trying his best to make everyone, including bing Crosby, break character and laugh.
1: Well, again, toward toward not again because I didn't say it. <laughs> towards the end of the number, he's he's dude, he has such amazing facial expression. So through the whole thing, he's making all these facial expressions, but then gets towards the end before they start all the dancing, and you can see this little glint in his eye that says you have no idea what i'm about to do and it gets to the big boisterous ending and he hands the fan off and he just starts dancing leg kicking across the stage it's just wonderful you know and
0: uh, and you know and uh in comparison i think that uh, and i'm trying to think of someone that would be considered uh, a comedic actor, but uh, th- that can co- currently that can dance. That's currently you know in, uh, in in movies right now. That would do something similar. And I'm kind of drawing a blank, really. But this the is
1: why when, when we do our
0: the fan casting. Yeah,
1: when we do the fan casting, this is what we struggle with.
0: Well, see, and that's the thing, though. Uh, w- w- uh, just going a little bit, you know, doing a small little dipping our toe into the fan casting. M- one of my thoughts were uh, having it be. Um, uh what is it um Bruno Mars and Justin Timberlake uh as uh the the, the two characters Justin uh Bruno Mars doing the uh, actual role of uh Danny Kay, uh just cuz he's a little bit more animated mm-hmm. than uh Justin Timberlake but if you remember the SNL sketches uh where he would do the whole bring it on down mm-hmm. to the, you know whatever uh where he's wearing the mascot yeah. outfit he would do his best to goof off and make the uh, the actual actors laugh. So I think it could work. Um, but anyway, they uh, they get them onto the train. Um, but uh, obviously, when they get on the train, they don't have tickets. Uh, so again, Danny Kaye's like, you know, he's trying to play it off like he had no idea what's going on. Makes Bing Crosby pay for it. But while while they're on the train, they went they go to try to find their rooms, and. The sisters are in there, um, are in the rooms instead, so they have to sleep in essentially the club car where they where you eat, essentially the dining room. This right here, I will say, just because I am the hot chocolate of this podcast, <laughs> this moment is where you have the sole black dude <laughs> in White Christmas. He, he's sitting there, just like just pouring drinks and making sandwiches. Um, but uh, they're joined by the sisters in there, and they do you know they have a nice uh, little musical number there as well. Which
1: I might add was not actually written. It's called snow. Yeah, snow. It was not originally called that, and was not about snow. No.
0: No. Okay how did uh, how did I miss this? Because you aren't listening. (laughs) Ouch.
1: (laughs) No, um, I can't remember. I would have to pull it up. I can't remember what it was originally called, but it was written for another movie two or three years prior, I think. Oh, okay. Um, that oh, I do
0: remember us uh, talking had about had this. No Never mind. Been,
1: it didn't make it in. Mm-hmm. And so then they needed a music, a, a song for the scene, and he rewrote it. what's it or, or,
0: Uh What's um, Irvin Berlin? Him. Yes. <laughs> um, he
1: rewrote it to fit the scene, or the... Yeah, the same. it you was know, just
0: repurposed for it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're going up to Vermont uh, because that's where the sisters are going, the Haynes sisters. They're going up to Vermont to perform. It's um, be beautiful this time of year. This, this All time that of year. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, you know, th- that's what, that's, you know, kind of one of the ways that uh, Danny Kaye gets uh, Ben Crosby to go and then, you know, holding his arm. <laughs> Hold and. His arm. Um, but uh, once they get there, there's no snow. And it's like actually kind of warm out. Uh, they but they still go over to the hotel. And this is another scene that is really, really funny. To or if you have to watch it, we've rewound it several, several times. When they get into the inn, wait, wait. F- oh, I'm go- Am I jumping ahead?
1: Well, yes, but just hang on. The inn, the inn is the same inn from Holiday Inn.
0: Wait, what? Okay, that much I did not know.
1: It was the set was used for the inn.
0: In holiday in, which was ten years years
1: prior, and they they said if you look at it and you compare the two, so it was black and white scale for for holiday Mm in since it was black and white, and there was no point in um, using colored paints because it was a waste of resources. Right. So if you look at it, it it is gray and white scaled on the outside. Interesting. And worn looking because they. Well, they sort of refreshed the paint, they didn't update the paint right. at all.
0: Interesting. Okay, so now I'm going to have to go back and relook at that because <laughs> that, uh, I didn't know <laughs> that at all. Um, but they get into the end and while, you know they're uh, greeted by uh, Emma Wilkes, is it? I think it's Wicks. Emma, uh, Emma Wicks. Um, yeah, if you can go. <laughs> uh, Mary. Mary Wicks. Oh, Emma Allen is the character. Okay, so she's uh, greeted by the character. They're greeted by the character, Emma Allen. She's the innkeeper, busybody. Um, And, you know, she's trying to pretty much tell them that they don't need to be there to perform. And she's trying to send them away because there's no one at the inn at all. No snow. So, uh, And uh, Vera Ellen keeps repeating the line. I thought this was supposed to, Oh, her and Rosemary Clooney, they keep repeating the line. I thought this was supposed to be the Northeast uh, Snow Playground or whatever uh, that line is. No, wait, what New is England's it? Winter Playground. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. New England's Winter Playground. And they say that like four <laughs> times. Um, but uh, they're like, yeah, well, no, we don't have any snow. We haven't had any snow since Thanksgiving. So, sorry. Um, but then... The owner of the inn steps in. Dun, dun, dun. It's General Waverly, um, who and you know, obviously, just having the military ingrained in him. Um, Bing Crosby, you know, he st- you know pops to attention. You know, Tin Hut, and you know, General Waverly, still being a army man, he's like Eddie's uh, captain. Danny Kaye's character is outside of the inn. He walks in. And uh, he kind of just looks over. He says hi. Yeah, he says hi, and then all of a sudden he realizes it. And he's being that he's a private, not an officer, he has a little bit more of the fear of God in him when it comes to seeing. He's, yeah, he's like saluting all sheepishly. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, but while they're having this conversation, I encourage you to go and watch this part. Uh, it's right now, um, at, at the time of this, With the release of this uh, White Christmas, is still on Netflix. If you have Netflix, go watch it. If you have the Blu Ray or DVD, go to this part and just watch really carefully. There's nothing on IMDb for the trivia for this. I have not seen anything else for this. But while they're talking, it's really Bing Crosby and the General talking back and forth. Danny Kaye standing in the background, and he keeps looking at someone on uh, someone in the crew, and he's like looking at them, and essentially like. Kind of describe it, and I'll be Danny Kaye in that scene. <laughs> I mean, go ahead.
1: This is so. This is what I wrote because I had to write it out because I would forget otherwise. I said, "Excuse me." While the general is talking, he had just said, "Well, even if it's just you and me, it will be well worth it." As if he's saying that, as he is saying that, the camera changes to show all of them, and you see Danny Kaye looking at someone off camera. He looks down at the ground. And goes back, then goes back to watching the scene, then nods his head, like, which has nothing to do with what's going on, and then looks down again while he's shaking head. I mean, head. Th-
0: that's just, uh, everything that I was doing just there is exactly, I mean, he's not paying attention to the scene, probably because he has no lines for, uh, in this moment, but while they're talking, he's, you know, kind of just looking back and forth, looking down, just.
1: There was another time during that scene where he also started laughing. Oh, right. Like, like, you could see him catch himself, but obviously not completely, because he starts, like, chuckling at something that had happened off camera. And there are several times in the movie where that happens, Mm -hmm. where if you watch him, he's communicating with someone and i wish we knew what was going on
0: there seriously uh, i haven't (laughs) been able to find anything online about this but i mean that is essentially what ends up happening um and this happens a couple of times during the movie uh to where danny k is distracted with someone and they don't they don't edit it out it's not cut out i'm not exactly sure why um but after that you know the you know the general's like no you know i Paid for them. We ha- we have uh, you know a, a stage. We have some people here. You know we're, I'm going to get my money's worth. So they stay there. You know they're doing uh, the show. Um, and then while the while the sisters are performing, um, uh, Ben Crosby and Danny Kaye, they see the general. You know he's all dressed up. He's Pulling multiple duties.
1: Yeah, he's the maitre d', he's the owner. He's standing there in his nice suit, but he has the menus because he's ready to go. And, and Danny, Danny
0: Kaye's like, uh, at, when he first sees him, he's like, the general, a janitor, <laughs> because he's out there, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know.
1: <clears throat> and and the general says, it's worse than that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I own the place. <laughs> well, and then the, she has one of the best lines. She goes, got it in a shrewd business move. Um <laughs> She oh I love her. She's so awesome. Um but so all right. So, uh they're doing that, you know, and they're watching him and uh the, I think the line is, you know, uh actually you wrote it down. He says uh, we he ate. Said, we
1: ate, then he ate. We slept, then he slept. And then Danny <laughs> says, yeah, then he woke up and no one slept, slept for, for 48 40. hours.
0: <laughs> Which being in the army for like that long, um your commanding officer uh when he wants to do something no one sleeps that's that. that is true to form um but uh you know they're sitting there and y- you also uh, mentioned something here as well uh about uh, the advance advance oh yeah
1: so emma um the housekeeper woman um she was bringing over their food and oh
0: right yeah yeah, yeah.
1: um uh, being crosby had asked how deep is he in and she said, "Advance, advance, never retreat."
0: Why? Right after she says that, uh, and um, Rosemary Clooney and uh, Vera Ellen are sitting with them as well. They're supposed to be looking at the at the sisters while they're talking, but Danny Kaye is looking between them, and he's <laughs> distracted again. And he's looking at someone in the crew, and uh, I mean, I think he's just grinning, right?
1: Yeah. I th- yeah, I think so, yeah. They, uh, I think that might be one of the other times where he started, like, chuckling at something off camera. And I wonder if it got to the place because he's known for being distracted, distracting, making people laugh. And I wonder if it just gets to the place where they don't notice anymore because he's just doing it all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, So they, they get the idea that, all right, so the inn isn't doing so well. Um, You know, they they don't have a lot of people staying here. Uh, we should you know come up with an act that can come out, draw a lot of people to uh, the end. and being that they're a large traveling act, they concoct the you know the idea to hey, let's bring our people, uh, you know, our entire stage show with us, you know, bring them down here, uh, you know we'll pay for it all, and you know let's try to you know get some business here for the general. you know they he gave so much to them they want to give it back. So uh, Bing Crosby being that he is essentially the business part of uh, the group. You know, he gets on. He calls up to the stage manager. He's like, look, I know everyone went home for Christmas, but we'll pay them extra. We need, You know, we want to bring everything down here, the entire stage show, all the sets, all the props, everything. Cast, bring it crew, down. Everybody. Cast crew and everything. And he's like, you know, Denny K comes running because he realizes that this is going to cost a lot of money. And he's like, you know, he's like, you know, I keeps asking. He's like, how much is this going to be? How much is this going to cost? You know, he keeps Get interrupting
1: him. How much?
0: <laughs> so Ben Crosby asks the stage manager, and he just gets this look. In the face like oh oh, and he he's like oh, I'll just try he, your best. He say wow. Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah yeah no. yeah, yeah. He goes, and he goes wow. wow because
1: Johnny Kay. <laughs> oh, he's like much? his elbows <laughs> rested on it, and when when Bing Crosby says wow, it's he slips like he's like oh no, <laughs> and then he's he's
0: like how much is wow? Um, he keeps saying that, and uh, Bing Crosby <laughs> he, he can I, yeah he's like how much is wow? He goes how much is wow? He goes somewhere <laughs> between. He says, "Ouch!" Ouch. Uh, and, and boyong, boyong. ying <laughs> like that best delivery of that line. Um, but they waste no time, and then boom, they're right into practicing. Yeah. And you know, they have everyone. You know, the entire thing is being brought in. The general has no idea why this is happening. Oh. Before we go into that, the housekeeper was listening on the phone to the entire conversation and you know, she comes in, she kisses uh which
1: I don't know was in the script. I don't think it was because she caught them both off guard.
0: So she runs up and she's like this is the most sweetest thing that I've ever seen and she gives uh I don't know
1: what to say and then kisses Danny, Danny K, K, K first. first. Yeah. It wasn't or uh, he thought of it. That's yeah. he points at Bing Crosby. So she <laughs> kisses
0: Bing Crosby and Bing Crosby just goes Wow. wow. Well, he goes in for another kiss, but then they yeah, –
1: The grabs him and drags him out of the room.
0: So they switch <laughs> back over to, um, you know, they're doing the practicing. The general isn't sure why they're doing this. He doesn't understand. They're like, hey, well, we're – you know, they're trying to fake him out. They're like, oh, we're just trying to practice, you know. It's,
1: you have to right. lay everybody off right. or The the
0: – I'm
1: not holiday. sure why that would be the slow season because that's when
0: everyone would be doing shows that. and yeah. going out. But, uh, they, you know, so oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like uh, we just need it in the script, so just make it happen. Um, but they uh, get in there and uh, they're doing this is where you see a lot of, I don't know why I just whistled like <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> that was crazy. Um, but they go right into like back to back to back musical numbers. Um, and this is against Vera, stuff. This th-
1: is Vera Ellen's element.
0: Yeah th- this this is the she, moment that they get to show her her talent. Why they can hired
1: her dance? She cannot sing. <laughs> they she cannot sing.
0: I, and I think uh, Rosemary Clooney did her parts as well on some parts. Right? I thought that was one of the things.
1: That is what I. I i f- i read that to you yeah but then i couldn't verify that because nobody else had said that You I couldn't verify
0: remember- it oh my god <laughs> i'm sorry i, I couldn't help myself
1: hang on i gotta find the woman's name who did her singing
0: um but yeah so uh while she's looking that up uh they she condensed circles around anyone on the cast but she couldn't sing at all so they had to overdub uh her singing voice, because obviously, again, she just couldn't sing. Um, I didn't write it down. Apparently. Okay. Okay. I um, remember. I, I think we read that uh, Rosemary Clooney did a lot of her singing, but I also do know that some on the soundtrack,
1: it, just some of it. And okay. Then there was somebody else. It there was there was a lot of issues with the soundtrack for this because it had to do with Rosemary Clooney had a contract with another label and it, right because there was no official soundtrack. White Christmas. Mm-hmm. To this day, there isn't.
0: There is. Oh, well, I know there's playlists. Official, yeah, but, but there's
1: not an official soundtrack. They have since done a CD, but it's not like the official soundtrack right. that would have come out when the movie came out. Not
0: only that, but there's also other singers that are singing different parts. Yeah. Uh, there was for, a lot of issues. Yeah, they, there's a lot of issues uh, contractually Who with is that?
1: that. Don't Eat the Daisies? What's her name? I don't know. Yes, you do. Uh, She's... The haired
0: woman. That doesn't help me No, that doesn't help. Uh, you said don't eat the daisies. Yeah. I don't I know what that name. song is, but I can look it up really no, quick. No, that's
1: a, That's because I think that's a lady who did her singing.
0: Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, I have no. I've never even heard of. Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, I have. Um, Doris Day.
1: Oh, that's who does the singing.
0: Doris Day does Doris the singing. Day okay, right the on.
1: Singing okay,
0: <laughs> so Doris Day did the singing um uh we're, we're getting sidetracked by trivia um but anyway so or is this Never mind. Trudy trudy stevens yeah. we're 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 just uh completely and totally factual on this show um
1: i well I'll, that I it ju- it
0: just said something about maximum record oh that's what it does has a maximum of four gigs and then it just uh keeps going. Okay. Technical stuff, don't worry about it. We're going to keep on, keep rolling.
1: But along with Vera Ellen not being able to sing, Rosemary Clooney can't dance.
0: And we will get into that in a little bit. At all. <laughs> at all. At all, at all. What um, so,
1: she'll do is step, as you see throughout the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Either that or if there's a dancing routine, you only see from the waist up whenever she's uh, on stage. Um, but there really isn't that many uh, points there. But you see Vera Ellen... I mean, she does this one number where she's doing like this whole uh, tap dance thing where she's like doing like this mega fast tapping during. Choreography. D- during uh, is that choreography? Yeah. Which, by the way, that song and that number, uh, for some reason, gets a lot of flack from people that are into modern dance. Um, I was doing a search for. You were reading that, me
1: something. I'm like. The
0: comments about that number are insane. I mean, people uh trashing Danny Kay, saying that he can't dance, that he's a oaf, um saying that uh you know, they were taking really really big offense to the choreography number saying that you know, because it was knocking modern dance. Um but uh there's a couple of other oh, there's there is a, a song in this whole entire uh montage essentially uh called Minstrel Show mm-hmm. which uh Tosh actually read me a fun fact. Now if you're not familiar with minstrel shows, um that was uh back in the day, Jim Crow era, where you would have uh blackface. Um you'd have a lot of uh the well it's not really the Jim Crow era, but it was again it was uh blackface, the um performers Al Jolson um, I can't remember some of the other names. But they would actually go out and they would kind of lampoon black culture. Um, they would, you know, wear blackface and they would, you know, do you know kind of goofy little numbers and whatnot. You can kind of see some of the remnants of that type of stuff in like Dumbo with uh, the black crows. Um, you know that that type of it would have that type of feeling to it. So there's um, a number in this movie called Minstrel Show. And they're talking about how, you know, they would like to have, you know, uh, a lot of comedy in their music. And this goes to show how different things were from 10 years prior. Because 10 years prior in Holiday Inn, there's a full blackface number that some (laughs) some (laughs) streaming services have cut that out. Network television cuts it out. There's a few other ones that will play the movie intact. Um, but it's you know
1: in the progress that was made in those ten years. <laughs> apparently, they purposely did this, no blackface, to show the progress and the um, what's the word? Tolerance, is to, not like right. sensitivity to it, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, they, they you know they were essentially saying, hey, look, we you know we're not doing what we used to do. We're we're going to throw this number in there. Uh, no blackface. We're going to, you know, do it just like all the other numbers. And um, they actually – there's, like, one song during that number that still, to this day, trips me out, um, especially being that it was sung back then. Uh one of the jokes during the song is, uh, how do you uh, prevent a dog from biting you on Monday? Monday. And she says – uh, Do you stop a an dog, dog from biting, biting you, you on Monday? Monday? That joke is old. The answer is to kill the dog on Sunday. I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna stop there for a second. <laughs> kill the dog on Sunday? I mean, and then they like, and she, and they said that's not the way you stop a dog from biting you on Monday. And she said, how would you bring that thing about? Have the doggy's teeth pulled out. <laughs> and then she says, oh, Mr. Bones, that's terrible. Killing the dog isn't terrible. No, just pull the teeth out. That's really, really bad. But I don't understand. But, but, um, and obviously that line would not be in a movie now at all. Uh, Animal rights, PETA, all of them. Mom blogs. They, I mean, the movie would, uh, I mean, that would probably end up as a deleted scene. As a, oh, this wasn't the best idea. But you know what? It was back with Bing Crosby. It's okay. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, then you have another scene that goes back into a little bit of character development. uh, Establishing that, you know, Danny Kaye and Vera Ellen are really trying to get them to, uh, you know, Rosemary Clooney and Bing Crosby's characters together. Because... Vera Ellen wants to kind of have her own life and not be, you know, always with her sister. Danny K just wants a massage. <laughs> I mean, the, the, I mean, he's established that several times that he just wants 45 minutes to ha- uh, have a massage. So if
1: you have nine children <laughs> and spend 5 four. days or uh, 5 minutes a day with each child,
0: the, uh, that's
1: 45 minutes. Then I can have time to go out get and get a get massage.
0: massage or something. Um so uh, you know they 're having this you know nice little meeting in uh, the restaurant at the end, which Bing Crosby 's playing a little ditty on the keyboard or on the p- piano and it 's actually what wh- what is it um, did, did you mark down no, the uh, there 's like some insurance company that has the same exact jingle there 's blog posts about it i don 't think anyone really knows why it 's the same the same thing, but that 's just another little bit of trivia there that we heard it, and we had heard. The uh, commercial. Actually, uh, one of our kids heard the commercial uh, a few days earlier, and like, wait a second, why was that there? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's. I'm not sure exactly which one it is. I'm. But anyway, um, they're having you know this conversation, and you know they're developing that they're really. Um, you know, you know, taking a shine to each other. You know, they're they're real. They're they're starting to fall for each, fall for each other, um. And it's uh. And then of course the general comes in right as I think they're about to kiss right. And the general comes in.
1: Yeah. Wait. 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 Okay. Hold
0: on. Okay. Go ahead. Th- this is one of her favorite parts. So. No.
1: No. This no. No. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I thought you
0: loved this part.
1: I love the movie. Okay. It's not one of my favorite parts. Anyways, <laughs> the whole it's in the evening. They're... Sorry, cut. Stop it! <laughs> making the camera go all wonky. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, during this scene, it's in the evening. Um, he's in there to get a snack, and it, they're having sandwiches and buttermilk. And the entire scene is him describing how, what you eat affects what you dream about, and so he's equating sandwiches to different types of women. The entire scene, yeah. almost com- is it almost uh, yeah, almost completely, was ad-libbed on spot by Bing Crosby
0: that's uh, and i
1: just learned that when i was looking up information about the movie
0: and he was really i mean he goes into detail with each one he doesn't uh have any ums or uhs or he just just rattles them off which makes me think he's probably said this before in the past um and he's equated women to sandwiches apparently
1: because <laughs> one of the, the last sandwich he was talking about she said so liverworth liverworth what do you dream about and he said you dream about <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: But, you know, as they're sitting there and they're uh, getting closer and closer, uh, you, you have a couple of other lines mentioned here. The uh, I'm not the marrying kind.
1: Oh, this is when they were. Well, because there was where they started arguing. There was a, there was a lot that happened in between. These. Oh, OK. <laughs> like a lot. I don't know, it This is okay, a two-hour so we'll, movie. This is we, very true. We're condensing this, aren't that, we? Yes,
0: we're condensing <laughs> this really, 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 really short. These are kind of like cliff notes, things that kind of just stood out to us. Yeah. Um, but uh, while they're in there, uh, in this scene, they're about to kiss, and the general comes in, and he's kind of just standing there, like with like this goofy, childlike grin, just staring at them. And he's like, "Oh, don't don't worry about me," you know. And he and there, you know, he kind of just walks off. He says something, uh, you know, just kind of off the cuff. Gives them a little knowing grin, walks out. You know, walks out of frame. They kiss, and it looks like Danny Kaye and Vera Ellen's um, plan is working. Well, <laughs> um, what they end up. Uh, Thinking or what they want to do is they want to get on uh, the Ed Harrison show, which is essentially uh, like the um, Ed Sullivan show.
1: And if you're going to cover what happened after that, uh-huh. you might want to go back to that night and they sang a song together.
0: What? Well, oh, the um. Uh, wait, what's the song? It just, it just. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Uh, that, that's that's one of our producers <laughs> over there. Um, <laughs> he said what? Um no, uh the uh counting your blessings um yes. is the, is that musical number there. Um and they're kind of uh it's one of those things in a musical where the characters are essentially ad-libbing. Um you know, they're making it up on the spot. Uh so uh that's when they kiss. They move on to the next yep. scene. They're thinking, "Hey, look, you know, we need to really get um Well, we oh,
1: were going to put it in the they were going to put this song into their Christmas performance,
0: right? Um, but before, but before this, the, the before I mean, the reason why she ultimately leaves (spoilers) yeah. um, is the general is realizing that eh, I don't know whether or not being, uh, you know, owning it in is really what I want to do. Uh, you know, the army is the life for me. So <laughs> he writes to one of his buddies uh, in Washington to try to get himself back in uh he's like in his 60s and he's thinking he's like i'm going to go you know i'm going to be uh, you know in a training brigade you know he, he's he's sure that he's going to get back in he gets the mail and the his friend in washington's like essentially saying without saying nah, man, <laughs> we, we, we good, you know, you did your time, you know, we're good, so he gets a little dejected, feeling like he has, n- you know, nothing left, really, because the army was his life, mm-hmm. so using his star power, Ben Crosby's like, you know what, I'm going, you know, he talks to Danny Kaye, he's like, you know, I can go on the Ed Harrison show, essentially the Ed Sullivan show,
1: that is um, actually,
0: well, m- who it based is on, it. right,
1: yeah, that's who it is an homage to.
0: And he um he's like you know, he's like, All right, so he gets on the phone well and he's going to go set everything up. Well the busybody, uh <laughs> uh innkeeper Don't she goes
1: into conversations that are not for you. Expe- especially if you only catch part of it.
0: Yeah, she goes into <laughs> the conversation uh a little bit late and what she hears is essentially sounds like they're trying to take advantage of the general and just to, you know, kind of push themselves up on another level. So she tells that to Rosemary Clooney, Rosemary Clooney gets gets really offended, doesn't think that that she doesn't realize or she thought that you know, they were doing
1: it for money and publicity. Right, and Rots. not yeah, like $20,000 worth of publicity, which, which is, is a
0: ton of money back then. So Um, She, you know, she's trying to, you know, he's trying, he's trying to ask her a question about the song that they were putting into uh, practice. Right. Um, The uh, counting, uh, the counting your blessings. And she kind of throws a fit uh, at him, but doesn't, you know, she's very vague about it. And says she doesn't want to sing. A matter of fact, she doesn't want to do it. All right. You know what? I'm done. I'm out. And she walks away, storms out, out, slams the door. He, you know, slams the piano uh, lid down, walks out, slams his door. And then, of course, Danny Kaye and Vera Ellen are like, what just happened? You know, they're not sure exactly what's going on. But then Vera Ellen thinks that, oh, well, she's in love. That's she what it is.
1: Eat. She can't sleep. She's, <laughs> she's in, in love. love. <laughs> um,
0: so uh, with, with, with that, they're like, you know, we need something to kind of push them over the edge, you know, to realize that, you know, oh, you can get over this bat. So. Vera Ellen starts getting real comfortable with Danny Kaye and starts talking about that they need to get fake engaged, quote-unquote, and that's when Danny Kaye... Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. No, there would not be a (laughs) quote-unquote around fake engaged. It would be engaged. Okay. Fake engaged. Well, well, but... No, no. Well, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing,
0: though. Here's the thing. I say fake engaged because to Danny Kaye, it was a... Fake engagement to her. They're getting engaged, but take away the quotes because she was really, but it really. They would them.
1: be engaged, not fake engaged. That makes it well, hey, well. They're getting this, fake. En- they're getting. En- cancels out the fake.
0: We're not going to see eye to eye on this one no. because I'm right. Um, <laughs> Excuse me? um I just kind of threw that one in there. Anyway, love you. <laughs> Um, no, uh, but uh, so they have like this big, uh, you know, it's like a wrap party, you know, th- or not a wrap party, but it's the cast party, you know, right before the big show. Um, you know, they're, it, it's all fancy and, uh, you know, they announce the engagement there and it does not have the same, or it does not have the results that they were hoping for. Uh, so what they end up, uh, you know, that it kind of just pushes uh, Rosemary Clooney over the edge And she leaves. She's done with the show. She quits. um, And she's gone. And when she leaves and they realize it, that's when uh, Danny Kaye and Vera Ellen have to kind of spill the beans of what they were doing, which really makes Bing Crosby upset, obviously, because it's threatening the entire show. Um, But he's like, you know, I still have to go do the Ed Harrison show. So we'll figure this out later. you know. The, so he, he goes there. It just so happens, that he, the club that he goes to meet Ed Harrison at just so happens to be the club that um, uh, Rosemary mm-hmm. Clooney is performing at. Actually, no. No, he went there to see her.
1: Yeah, he knew. And he, Ed Harrison yeah, went to go pick him yeah, up
0: there. Yeah. Right, right on. Okay, so he goes to see her there. She sees him. She doesn't want to sing the song that she was going to do, which, what?
1: Yeah. Before he left, the Ed Harrison show. Was the general's favorite show that he watched every night? Right. So part of the deal was that Danny Kay had to keep the general away from the television while the show was on. That is a very good plot is point. He was going to do this spiel to everybody who was in there, there uh,
0: in the uh, battalion that so uh well actually <laughs> it's really the company um because it's a little bit smaller because the battalion would have been all the companies this was just the one just the one, one. anyway so a uh yeah thing. it's a very important piece of information <laughs> so he goes in um or she sees him she does want to sing the song that she had planned which you would think that the singer would have control over what song she would perform but the band leader was like you know what no it, it sounded great during rehearsal what
1: I don't think in this case it would have because it was a woman. And back then, mm, good point. the women just did what they were saying. So,
0: so it's essentially like Rudolph's dad in the old Rudolph one where it's like, no, 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 this is man's business. <laughs> and he uh, essentially tells her, no, we're going to do the song that we practiced and you're going to like it.
1: Freeze. One more thing. <laughs> in this number, one of her dancers... This was right before he became huge in
0: West Side Story. Side Story. I thought that was the dancer from no, uh, the no, 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 Big no, Number. No, no oh, it was the no, guy no. in this one. Okay. Um, so yeah, one of the da- uh, lead characters from West Side Story was uh, one of, one her, of dancers her dancers in this number. One of the four guys. Um, which it's a same. very very slow song. Dances around her
1: because she doesn't move
0: at all. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a song talking about how love, you know, did her wrong, and you know, and it's essentially like uh, she's like looking at him like you did me wrong, like seriously. Um,
1: you know, growing up, aside from the end scene with the. The red dresses that they wear, mm-hmm. I always loved the way she looked in that scene. It was very
0: classy. It was a very, very, very classy dress, <laughs> um, and you know, so uh, after she's per- she's done performing, you know, uh, Bing Crosby, you know, tries to get her to uh, come back just, you know, one more time, like kind of like a last ditch effort. And she's like, no, I'm good. And she you know, kind of just takes off. And um, Ed, Har- Ed Harrison, he's like, hey, look, we got to go. We got to go you know, do the show right now. So they go and go to do the show. And while they're doing the show, uh, you, know, he, you know, this is when it gets to the point where Danny Kaye now has to keep the general away from the, uh, away from the TV. So with him doing that, uh, he, he fakes like he falls down the steps. And uh, of course, uh, the innke- you know—the innkeeper, she's in on it because she finally figured out what was actually happening. You know, they explained it to her. Um, so uh, they're all trying to keep the general away from. The- Sorry. <laughs> they're, all, they're all trying Daily to keep.
1: With kids and trying to get my notes up. I'm <laughs> a mom.
0: Um. So uh, they—he uh, he falls out, He falls down the
1: steps. No. Okay. Sorry if I missed this. Okay. (laughs) I was literally talking to one of our teenagers. Anyways. My favorite part of this whole section of the movie is they're standing there and they're talking. And then you just hear this I know who it is shriek come from another room. And it's the lady from Sister Act. Um, Mary Wilkes. Yeah come running into the room but that shriek is everything yeah it's it it's perfect everything. it's absolutely
0: perfect um and they go running and you know Danny K is you know overdoing the pain that he's in he's like oh and he says stuff like it's just, <laughs> just a, a small, small compound, compound fracture, fracture. <laughs> um,
1: and then just a minute later he says Probably a small internal muscular hemorrhage, sir.
0: <laughs> you know, and, uh, of course, uh, he keeps trying to – anytime he acts like it's starting to get a little bit better, the general's like, all right, well, we can go watch TV. He's like, oh, no, no, no. And he <laughs> get, it gets worse again.
1: Wouldn't want to faint in front of the women,
0: sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, again, that's man's business. Um, so while he's doing that um, – uh Bing Crosby is uh, out, and he's uh, performing. You know, he's uh, doing a song about the general, um, and then he essentially, uh, you know, he calls out to the rest of the, you know, all the people that he served with, and he's like, look, we need you guys to come out. This is going to be a big celebration for him. This is just for, you know, for the old man coming out. We have this big stage show ready. We would like you to come out there. He doesn't know about it. You know, just come out, and, of course, while he's saying this, Rosemary Clooney is watching the TV, and she's just like... Oh, I just messed
1: up. No. Yeah. What?
0: Yes, she, she it, had that
1: face. Not yet. She had this. This. Children, it, quiet.
0: It, <laughs> sorry, it's, go ahead. It's
1: getting there. But it's when he says, No one in this is getting anything out of this. Right. And that's. Then she has the. the all crap.
0: Yeah, it's like a. <laughs> Uh this isn't a good look. But of course, uh, she speeds to, you know get home before or get back to the end before he does, you know, and everyone's excited because, uh, and Danny Kay doesn't even know she's back, but the women do, she, you know they you know she gets uh, the, you know, they essentially hide her into the show. They don't realize that she's actually back, you know, so they're expecting to have to go and do the show without her. you know, the big numbers that she's in, I guess we can't do them do with her. So while, uh, you know, Ben Crosby gets back, uh, the general is, uh, you know, he's trying to get ready for everything. And he has, I think he says he has two suits. Yes. And, of course, the housekeeper says, oh, yeah, I sent them both to the dry cleaning. And he's like, what? And then, of course, his granddaughter's like. Because that only leaves his, his military. His, his uniform. His uniform. And uh, his granddaughter, which, where's her mother? His daughter?
1: They never say it's, it's just, just the granddaughter there. Her.
0: So you know she's just like you know, Grandpa. Why don't you wear your uniform? And he's, and he's I like, won't
1: mm. appear in uniform,
0: right? And because then, but she's like, but please. And he's just like, I guess I'm appearing in uniform. No. Well, you don't see it.
1: No, you don't see no. it. Okay, no, because
0: she's very, very because, protective
1: of him. Um, no, because um, what, I keep forgetting her name, Mary Wilkes. Yeah housekeeper because she says i sent them to the cleaners and he says how could you have sent my all my suits to the cleaners and then they have a little exchange and she says come susan and he oh
0: i just oh uh, oh oh he says something about uh i'll court-martial you
1: oh yes he says i'll court-martial you
0: and she says, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and he, uh, she says, um, no, no, he says about ordering her around. She goes, and it didn't uh, work very well. Uh, no, he says, uh, he
1: said, I'll have you court martialed. She says, court martialed? Uh, uh, oh, right. I. He, oh yeah and then he says Emma I did fine with you and uh, when I was in the army and she said
0: I did very well <laughs> she said it took 15,000 men to take my place like that so I love
1: that and then she just leaves so <laughs> yeah she
0: she she leaves um and then uh you know with that um he come. He finally comes down, and he's wearing his uniform. And this, I think, this is the first time that his granddaughter had actually seen him in yep. uniform. You know, so That's she's th- amazed. Yeah, you know, totally she's and in, in, mm-hmm. a, in, you know enamored. And then they go out, and he goes into the restaurant area, which is normally like three people, um, and like packed. It is uh, packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like completely packed. And of course, you know, they call everyone to attention. He stops. They put the you know the um, spotlight on him, and the entire the entire place just erupts in applause. He's obviously moved, and then that's when the band starts playing, and his you know the you know his old command comes marching in, singing the song that they, they hit, sung for saying, him as he was walking out yeah, uh, that, at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, during the war. <laughs> so. Uh, you know they. You know he sees all the different people that were. You know under his command, and you know they kind. You know he gets to walk up and down the aisle. You know, kind of just recreating what he had longed to be doing. You know, so you know he gets. You know he's doing like an inspection. You know, you know saying that they're they're not fit for the uniform, and you know he's being all tough, and then at the very end he's like. And this is the most beautiful thing I've ever saw. <laughs> you know, and, you know, he gets all uh, teary. And then he goes down and they have like this big cake for him. And, you know, he blows up the ca- uh, the candles. She, Here we go.
1: Go. No. I just, I've, something I didn't know mm-hmm. while I was reading it. When he's walking back down towards the table where he's going to sit, they blow the horn up on the, the trumpet. Oh, yes. yes up yes, yes. on the stage. And what I didn't know was that each of the, what is that? Each of the, the stanzas. I don't know. They they blow the horn. I know it's a trumpet. I meant a trumpet, not a horn.
0: <laughs> well, actually, that would have been a bugle. Yeah, that would that would have been a bugle that they were blowing.
1: That then. <laughs> they blow it for each that for each star that the general had. It would be played that many times so he's a three-star general yeah so he it got blown three times he's walked into the table i just thought that was an interesting piece And of. it was it
0: was really really cool um because they they, they did pay attention to detail with a lot uh, with mm-hmm. a lot of these uh points so they um you know they, they and they start doing the you know the show and uh you know while they're doing uh, one of the numbers. It's the point where Rosemary Clooney is supposed to be there, and Gee, I wish I was back in the army. Yeah, G- yeah, that was the number. Gee, I wish I was back in the army. And they're walking through, and she comes in, <laughs> and they, uh, you know, of course Ben Crosby's like, "Oh, holy crap, she's here!" But while she's circling around them, because uh, her and Vera Ellen have to circle around them to get into position, they
1: like cr- they yeah. cross. Yeah, they
0: do like a like a like a yeah. weird figure eight type thing. But while Vera Ellen is going or or, or is it Rosemary Clooney that's going in front of Denny <laughs> Kay?
1: No, Where they're not in front. They, no, they're shoulder to shoulder. Wait, hang
0: on. Yeah, they're shoulder to shoulder, and they're spinning around. Yes. And you can see Danny Kaye mouth something to, and was it Rosemary Clooney or was it Vera Ellen?
1: Hang on, we're getting things mixed up because that's the next time. Is that? So it? they. I, this is what I wrote. To oh
0: right, yeah. So they march onto
1: the stage. He gets his delighted look of surprise, and as they're spinning around to watch the girls, he mouths what appears to be. She got it.
0: Like, she got the step right. Because
1: she could not dance. Like, <laughs> like she would tell you, well, she did in the, because uh, the have commentary. so many co- copies. We have so many copies Christmas, of White but... Christmas
0: and so many copies of It's a Wonderful Life.
1: I got the Diamond Edition, which has the commentary CD, and she straight up says, I think one of the quotes from her is that the movie would be absolute perfection, I think was the word she used. If it wasn't for her dancing, <laughs> uh, and,
0: and she didn't even dance, yeah, she didn't really even dance. Oh
1: no, her moving—that she just straight up said moving uh. because she said that, it, like in this scene, they're just marching, and you could tell from when he when he mouthed—if that is indeed what he mouthed—she got it that they'd had to do that scene so many times because even the marching she struggled. with. Well, I mean, and even even
0: so, I mean, if you think back to the original number uh, or the earlier number, sisters. Uh, typically, with uh, the break where it's just music, the, the the musical act would do some type of choreography or something. But instead, for them, th- uh, they're you know the the band is playing like the last part of the song, and they're just kind of standing there with the fans and just going like this. And they're just staring at the camera. So it's so long of them just staring like, and that's all they're doing. And it's like probably because all she could do was. And it's oh, like you know. during <laughs> and the, the song
1: she did spin once. But that, the the, the
0: director, the director was like, mm, "Just, just do this, just, just, just kind of just do like that." And and Vera just copy her, uh, and they left that in. But um, during well,
1: an, and we'll go back to this in just a second. There's something in between this and the next that
0: <laughs> One of the next uh, numbers. Is, it's actually toward the end of the performance where they have... Oh, actually, no. It's still uh, w- the geo shows back in the army. Mm-hmm. It was still during that number. They bring up these really big, large no, bodysuits.
1: jumped ahead. How yeah. did I jump ahead? What no. Are- so the, during that, they when they march in, Rosemary Clooney stands next to Danny Kaye and Vera Allen stands next to Bing Crosby. And they're shoulder to shoulder. And then they spin and cross And while they're spinning, you can see as they're coming around. Well, no, you can see with the back to her because when Rosemary Clooney laughs, her shoulders move. And you can see him sort of tip his head to the side and you can see through the side of the profile just barely that he's saying something. And she starts laughing and you see him as they're spinning around. He's still talking. And She's trying her hardest not to laugh. D-
0: Danny Kaye is saying something that is, uh, I don't know if it's about her dancing or <laughs> if it's just about something earlier, or if he's just trying to see if he can make her break. Probably um, not, he did that. A lot. <laughs> so she's, uh, you know, she's uh, tr- trying her best not to start cracking up. Okay. Um, now go ahead. Okay, <laughs> but then uh, at the end of the number this big uh, so prop comes up, and it's like these, these...
1: four huge outfits.
0: Like oversized outfits, and they're sitting there, you know, they're uh, marching back and forth while they're yeah, just, doing the part.
1: This is literally just going back and forth, just a, what, like three steps at the Yeah, most. three steps,
0: but then right at the very end of that part, they have to they do have this cross-step uh, back and forth. They're doing a cross-step to the right, cross-step to the left, then, and then back to the right again.
1: And then an extra step after that before they march off to the right. side.
0: Right, so while they're doing it, if you watch... It's no problem for Ben Crosby, no problem for Vera Ellen, no problem for Danny K. Rosemary Clooney is in the zone oh, no. and she's just like, sidestep to the right, sidestep to the left. And, but when she nails that last step, the look step. on her face is like,
1: crushed it? it.
0: You know, I mean, like she literally, like she, like her nose scrunches off. <laughs> she's like,
1: yes. She's like literally absolutely beaming. So Which it makes you wonder how, how many, many times. <laughs> they had
0: to do that scene. So uh, and you know, you know, she goes off, and then she goes off the stage. Um or they go off the stage. And then of course you come to the right before the last uh number, uh someone goes up to the general, whispers something in his ear. Yeah. He walks out, open That's it up, sh- and instead of it okay. being just no snow in Vermont, it's just just tons and tons of asbestos coming down on <laughs> in the Literally. background. Yeah, it was all asbestos. Um so and then, of course, uh, Danny Kaye, Bing Crosby, they open up the window. They see the snow and yeah. they're like, hey, hey, hey. They hey. open
1: up the huge doors on, that um, are at the back of the stage so that when they, when they open. raise the curtain, it's snow.
0: Can you imagine how cold snow. everyone that was trying to enjoy their dinner and a show, they're like –
1: What about those poor ballerina kids? Yeah, yeah, All the
0: little kids are sitting there, and they're doing like this little number. Everyone, and this is you know what you see on the cover of all the Blu-rays and DVDs. They're in you know the red outfits, big beautiful red, the big poofy, the nice, nice big set with the big old barn doors behind them, wide open with snow probably blowing in, Um, and you know that's you know the big. Big number at the very end, and you know everyone stands up and starts singing it in the crowd together. And uh, Danny Kaye and Bing Crosby, they go behind, you know, to the back of the tree. And um, Rosemary Clooney had put a gift in the uh, in the Santa. Sack that Ben Crosby was, was carrying, which was his huge sack. My poor heart. <laughs> And uh, throughout the movie, you know, they keep mentioning how uh, he's, a, you know, the knight in shining armor, essentially, and he's up on a horse and, you know, there to rescue all that good stuff. So she gives him a horse, uh, like this nice a big white, white horse
1: statue, statue, statue. With a knight on it.
0: With a knight on it. It's beautiful. I
1: love horses, just in case you didn't know. So. <laughs>
0: He goes, he loves it and he goes to give her a kiss and he puts it no, on. He just
1: drops it, he didn't put well, it anywhere. He, well. He's he reaches his hand out no. like he's trying no. to put it and no. it just no.
0: drops.
1: And you hear it break,
0: you hear the nice big thing just shatter. Um, but of course, he but it doesn't matter because <clears throat> they fell in love and he kisses her uh Danny k like oh i'll join you and he kisses vera ellen and finn the Movie's movie is over they f- both couples fell in love they know. saved the inn uh the show was a big hit they and then it ends with white
1: christmas and then it the ends song. with
0: the song white christmas and that is the movie
1: which is not the first time he sang this song
0: yeah first time he sang the song was in mm-hmm. holiday inn i don't know if it was before or after the blackface number <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in. Um, but uh, this was the so, you know the movie that really shot the song, I think, into the stratosphere. Um, so uh, there is, uh, you know there were several little bits of uh, trivia that we've you know peppered in throughout the movie, but uh, Tosh wrote down. Uh, she looks like she's really ready to go into it, so trivia round four: White Christmas in three, two, one, Tosh, take it away.
1: <laughs> the costume designer. mm hmm Edith Head is to date the, let's see, she won one Oscar before working in White Christmas. She won eight total, more than any costume designer in history, and had like 80 some nominations.
0: And another little fun fact: She was the inspiration for Edna Mode from yes. uh, from The yes. Incredibles. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, and if you look at a picture of Edith Head, I mean, she has the glasses. Her hair is the, it's not as poofy as uh, Edna Mode, but I mean, so that is who uh, that character is based after. But yeah, yeah she won eight Oscars. Uh, in her in her lifetime, yeah. and more than any other costume designer in history. That's
1: literally in history. I checked it up. I looked it up just to see, and it is l- legit the most any costume designer in history has ever won. Uh, and uh, I think the most nominations as well. Because okay. it's literally, I think she's just under ninety nominations. Holy
0: crap, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's the next one?
1: Okay, next one is there are two cast members that have connections to star trek
0: okay so this one i didn't know i had no
1: idea okay hang on a second okay so (laughs) i love old movies i love horse movies so justin morgan had a horse was one of my favorite movies what i didn't know (laughs) was the not the not justin morgan but his friend little short blonde guy was Bing crosby's son i had no idea but and the reason I brought that up is because his brother, because they all, the <laughs> <laughs> they all look the same. Whose brother? His brother, the uh, um. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby's son. Um. Okay, so the Justin Morgan thing had nothing to do with anything except for this one. <laughs> of the Anyways. Oh, can I do this one? Yes.
0: Okay, so I didn't know this. Uh, I don't know what the tie is with Bing Crosby's other son, but Bing Crosby's... Uh,
1: gr- the fact that they, I know. I said that because I get them mixed up. So I was gotcha. thinking it was him, but it's not him.
0: Okay, so I didn't know this, and I'm a big Star Trek fan, so I, I, I feel really, really terrible about not knowing this, but Tasha Yar from... Star Trek The Next Generation is Bing Crosby's great – oh, not great, but just his granddaughter, yeah. which I didn't know that. But, yes, Denise so – Denise Crosby. Yeah, Denise Crosby, and she was also in uh, something that a lot of people will recognize her from recently Is uh, well, actually it's been a couple of years now uh, – Walking Dead. Um, but she was on uh, – you know, she was the first security officer for uh, the Next Generation Enterprise. Um, but uh, And what's the other connection to Star Trek?
1: Uh, Rosemary Clooney's son – Miguel Ferrer,
0: yeah, Ferrer, 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 Ferrer. Ferrer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Miguel know. Ferrer. Wait,
1: okay, hang on, you're gonna have to look it up because apparently I didn't.
0: No, yeah, you got it right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I. But
1: what does he have to do with Star Trek?
0: Um, I actually you know what? I don't think. Oh yeah, never mind. Yeah, he is. Sorry, I am. I uh, almost lost my card there. Um, he was in. Um, he was on the USS Excelsior. He was on Star Trek Three: Search for Spock. Um and th- that one also had a little fun fact that had Christopher Lloyd Doc Brown as a Klingon. It was the eighties. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, do you, do you have any other trivia on for this?
1: Uh, um, Bing Crosby was six months older than Dean Jagger. Uh, General, General Waverly. Waverly, yeah, which and he was supposed to be. How many years? Like thirty. years? Well,
0: general, yeah, General Waverly was supposed to be like an elder statesman. He was supposed yeah. to, you know, be like a seasoned general.
1: And he looks it. I watched him in westerns because that's what he did. Mm-hmm. That was mostly what he did when when I was seeing him. I just didn't know he, who who he was at the time.
0: Well, you know, uh, you, I mean, you, you have back then you had actors that looked a certain way for certain movies and he looked like he belonged in every single western he should have been in bonanza if he wasn't um he should have been i mean he, he literally was like the western type he had like the pepper you know the salt yeah, oh and pepper yeah. hair and real grizzled look yep. um i mean he fit perfectly in it
1: the guy at the train station was actually i found out later i also had watched him in westerns because he was usually a bad guy Mm. He he was like the outlaw always. Well, no, was, like, was it like was
0: like campy outlaw like uh, Snidely Whiplash, or was it more like like really really you don't know, Snidely Whiplash? He was a, a cartoon uh, outlaw from like Hanna Barbera days.
1: Are you comparing a cartoon to real people?
0: Yes, because there are people that act like Foghorn no, Leghorn. like Horn.
1: legit outlaws. Oh like, oh, so he was like, like he actually Trigger played oh, okay and gotcha. Roy Rogers and
0: gotcha okay.
1: I like just like he is. I just like saying Spidey you know, Whiplash too, <laughs> yeah. so he,
0: that's why I said it like three times.
1: <laughs> but here, I he was so clean cut and everything that I didn't know who it was. I had. Oh I'm good. sorry, I'm listening. <laughs> Go. No wine for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't know who he was. He usually played played an outlaw in his earlier years mm-hmm. and and later years actually. Um, and I just didn't recognize who he was until I was looking at the trivia and I saw who he was and I was like wait a second so yeah it was just
0: (laughs) and it looks like you have one more
1: oh just that which we've already talked about Danny Kay caused so many retakes because of his antics because he would purposely try and make people laugh so they would have to reshoot scenes over and over and over and over and over because that's who he was you
0: know, well I almost knocked it over. Um, so, you know, I we were talking about fan casting this and I'm still really 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 stumped on who could pull off the, the Vera Ellen part that could dance like that. I don't know of any dancer right now, like female dancer that could do pull off that type of um, those type of moves. I guess she wouldn't have to sing. They could always, they could always overdub uh someone and they, you know I mean she just like they did with Vera Ellen. So they could probably grab, you know, any um accomplished dancer. You know, actually, you know, I just thought of something. What's her name? She uh she judges uh she's the, one of the new judges on um America's Got Talent. Uh her brother is on um, World yeah. of Dance. Um I can't remember her name. So what's her name? Uh from Christina Huff. Uh, Christ what
1: Christine?
0: Kristen Huff. Person, like my daughter just said. Um, okay. Christ, no, no. No, that's not it. Uh you, Julianne Huff.
1: Julianne
0: Huff. Is that it? We are really really bad with names tonight, but yes, yeah, uh, Julianne Huff.
1: I spelled it wrong, but yes, yeah. yeah, Julianne. Okay, Huff. so
0: I think she could actually do it. She could actually do.
1: Well, and she actually sings now. Oh, I does remember she, she? Oh. Performed her right.
0: Song. Okay, so we, we found the Vera Ellen character. I think that, uh, I personally think that she could do it. She has I the totally. body. And she's has, got
1: the crazy blue eyes. She
0: has the body type, the blue eyes. Okay, so then uh, there was another judge on So You Think You Can Dance, um, uh, and it was another blonde chick. Uh, what's her name? Oh, I can't remember her name. For who? No, she, she does a lot of Broadway like, well, stuff no, too. No, no, for F- for the Rosemary Clooney uh she character. She
1: needed a dancer. She couldn't dance.
0: That's very true. <laughs> but if you're doing like a modern rendition, they're probably going to want her to do some type of dance number.
1: She needs to be able to sing.
0: Sang, sang. <laughs> um, mm. and I don't know if that uh oh no yeah because she did she did Broadway um and I uh, her name is escaping me. What was she in? I can't remember
1: <laughs> um, so you
0: you yeah she was she was one of the judges uh, one of the guest judges um and i seriously can't remember her name if i remember it i'll put it in the uh notes on the episode um but anyway i really think still that uh her, no i don't think it was no not nea oh, michaels. michaels um but anyway so Regardless, I really do think that I I don't know if this one really would be able to translate to now. You know, I don't know whether or not uh, it would be something that would. I mean, I think the m- there has been a few resurgence in musicals lately. Um, like um, uh, La La Land was one. Um, there's been a couple of other. Uh, I mean, even with the Disney ones that have been coming out. You know, those have been musical. Uh, th- those essentially have been musicals as well um and you also have musicals that are you know live on t v so i mean they it might be something that they would do, but I think studios are really careful about remaking like the like really remaking classics they they there 's some that they 'll stay away from like i don 't think that you 'll ever see anyone remake um it 's a wonderful life i don 't think you 'll ever see anyone remake um like Back to the Future or anything like that. Though, you never
1: know these days. It seems like that's all they do anymore.
0: Well, well uh, once they get through the Disney catalog, then they might start going back with that. Um, but then again, you might have a smaller version done on like Hallmark or, um, or on Lifetime or something like that. I don't know if it would be a musical per se, but they might go with like some of the same story beats. Well, I mean, we just watched that one the other night. That was essentially The Lake House, but um, but which we are yeah. going to review because I really like that one.
1: I feel like there's something about, like, Christmas that they wouldn't redo it. Think I that, that one know. they wouldn't
0: touch. Uh, y- you know what? If uh studio's like, we need to make some
1: some money. It's NBC. It is NBC. I thought it was Paramount. No, no. Sorry. Oh, it, oh, NBC it is... It has ties. NBC. If you look Right. Uh, during that Harrison Show clip when Bing Crosby's there and they're shooting his part, it's a wide shot and the actual NBC cameras are there, and they were actual NBC cameras with the numbers and everything on that they had actually used for the Ed. I think it was for the Ed Sullivan. Uh, did I say that right? Yeah, the Ed Sullivan, Ed Sullivan mm-hmm. show. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah.
0: So um, I'm I'm looking at this right now, and this is an article from... There is no date on the article. Uh, never mind, it was from 2015. Um, and they're talking about uh, movie rights. But it's saying that it would cost more than 10 million pounds. Uh, wait, hold on. What does this thing say? Oh, s- stupid subscribe. Um, here, let, let's see. It's saying that this movie... Is even though it is what is it, 70 years. Oh, no, that's uh, so it, it was uh Irving Berlin's, obviously. Um, it's not really going deep into now, nah, they, they don't really say which studio is actually or which studio actually owns it. Oh, never mind. Uh, Warner Publishers, Warner Chapel. So
1: if you look, it's the second song on that list right under that picture,
0: yeah. Uh, we're right right down here. Oh,
1: there, okay. So,
0: yeah, so this one. Wow, twenty four
1: million
0: just for the song. That's not even the movie. That's the song. Uh, so, like licensing that twenty four million pounds. So yeah, that's a big nope. <laughs> um, so anyway, that is our deep dive. Uh, I, I wouldn't say deep dive. That, I would say that was like a, a like dive. a a long dive into White Christmas. Um, we have uh, several others that we're gonna be doing. We're gonna release uh, two movies a week. Is that the goal? Leading up to Christmas? Or just after Christmas? From
1: starting the 29th, there's only one white Christmas. Today, now. That's the
0: 30th. Yeah, that's...
1: You keep confusing me, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Our intro's on the 29th. Yesterday?
0: Yes. (laughs) That's why we're wearing the same clothes, because we just (laughs) recorded the intro. And today... Like five minutes before this.
1: The 30th. (laughs) Which is not...
0: No, it's not. It's the thirtieth. Promise. <laughs> That's a guarantee.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have two weeks scheduled through from November or sorry, from October thirty first all the way through to January fourth.
0: So yeah. So I mean the the next one I will say the next movie that we're gonna be reviewing is a personal favorite of our Families. Wait, don't you know what I mean to say? We gotta give we gotta sell the sizzle. Gotta you know Sell the
1: sizzle? Yes, that's that's
0: the that's the saying. You gotta sell the sizzle, you know. What I,
1: are I, you I don't, from? I don't, I don't even know where I, this I don't is. know what
0: I'm doing here. It's Brooklyn, Italian. Yeah. I'm from Palm Coast. I lived in Brooklyn for that long. Um, but anyway, uh, so, so don't say which no, one. No, okay, so personal favorite of our families, we are going to uh, be reviewing none other than the Polar Express. I'm not going to give away any of the other ones that are on this list. We'll, do, we'll you know let you guys know each episode after that. Go ahead.
1: And there's a reason that we're doing the Polar Express. Ah, yes.
0: Next week. Um, which do we want to get Hopefully. in? Hopefully. Hmm. 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 Okay. our
1: house is on the market right now and <laughs> we don't know if it's going to sell if it sells then we won't be putting up a tree if it doesn't sell then we have polar express weekend next weekend
0: Yes, and that will be when we set up our tree and then we watch Polar Express. We'll explain why uh, all of that happens at the very beginning on the next episode, so make sure you tune in to the next episode because there's going to be a lot of stories. We're going to go do uh, some more deep dives into some trivia for this movie.
1: And we know a lot of people don't like that movie.
0: So So this is going to be the defense of Polar Express.
1: (laughs) And we will... Explain why it is our family's all-time favorite movie, and,
0: and yes, it, and why you should at least give it a chance. Anyway, so thank you guys so much for watching if or listening. Other than the music, huh?
1: I said, if nothing other than for the music, exactly. Which um, could, the same could be said for White Christmas, even mm. if you don't like the the movie some fantastic
0: fantastic songs Absolutely. um so make sure you guys tune in to the next episode will be on november 6th um and it will be uh, us reviewing uh the polar express um so thank you guys so much uh, we look, okay we're holding on before i before we It'll be,
1: they'll be coming out every Wednesday and every Saturday.
0: Yeah, every Wednesday and every Saturday we'll have a new uh, episode released that you guys will be able to uh, listen to or watch. You know, play while you're driving. Listening, not watching while you're driving. Um, and we
1: will also... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> We've, well, we set up Wednesday and Saturday because Wednesday to get you through the week. Because it's hump day and, you know, who doesn't want to listen to christmas stuff in the middle of a week that you want to end (laughs) (laughs) and then saturday because
0: it's a weekend and you'll have some time to just wait
1: another week to listen to us
0: nice nice that's good
1: and then there'll be a special episode that we will that will be coming out on christmas eve Because it is our family tradition on Christmas Eve, and we figure you'll be up till all hours of the night wrapping presents, so why not listen to us again?
0: Exactly. Um, So (laughs) we will have that episode out um, Christmas Eve, obviously. But well, we'll get into that as we go along. So thank you guys so much for listening to. Hot chocolate and snowflakes. Again, if you could do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast, um, or if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to share this with anyone and everyone that you know that loves Christmas. If you're part of Christmas groups on Facebook, uh, you know, if you want to hashtag it Christmas on Twitter, um, or what? Yes? I'm just oh, <laughs> or uh, however you want to get it shared out there, it would do us a humongous favor if you could help us get the show out. Go.
1: And once January fourth comes, the show is not ending. We are merely doing two per week through the holidays, and then it will be one a week year round because I start listening to Christmas music again in all year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it never, it never stops. But we just love Christmas, and hey, we want to going? be able to bring that. Yes, for the uh, the. Venn diagram of podcasts that we do with uh, (laughs) people that listen. Postables, yes, the the happy bubble has returned. We are (laughs) doing some Christmas stuff. So thank you guys again so much for watching and listening. I am Kenny. And Natasha. We will talk to you guys on the next episode of Hot Chocolate and Snowflakes. Bye! Bye!